The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Friends in Recovery Podcast, the podcast that is here to help you, a loved one, or a friend get started down the road to recovery. This is the Friends in Recovery Podcast, brought to you by the Genesis House. Genesis House, providing a safe, nurturing environment to heal from addiction since 1992. Please be a friend and share our message with a friend on Podbean, iTunes, iHeartRadio, or YouTube. And now, here are your Friends in Recovery. Hey, welcome everybody to our Friends in Recovery podcast.com here in the uh, lovely Studio 21 in Salem, New Hampshire with our good friend Ed Sullivan. Extraordinaire producer, a and producer I'm, extraordinaire. I'm happy to be here, as always. <laughs> You're getting paid to be here. <laughs> well, there's that, too. <laughs> he's, that's why he's happy. <laughs> How are you doing, Ed? Good. How are you, Mike? Good. Good to see you. Here we have a guest today, don't we? We do. We do. But I first want to get a, a couple of the things out of the way. I want to mention again, you're the podfather that you never mentioned. I am the podfather. <laughs> Jeez, I, keep, I think I'm in the early stages of that, uh, that horrible disease. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but thank you for being here, Mike, and uh, it's a pleasure hosting a show with you all the thank time, you so. as as it is with you Ed. thanks thanks so a couple things i want to get out of the way we want to thank genesis house for, for getting us up here and, and doing all this 16 and, months yep yep it's, it's going well and uh we're, we're very pleased and we're getting the, the message out it's amazing good good guests in the past and good guests to come and right. you know we got a good guest today but um a couple things um we're live streaming, Ed, right? Is that it? You know, I keep asking, live streaming on Facebook now. Is that correct? That's correct. Good. And it's available on YouTube where people can search for Friends in Recovery, find it, and hit the subscribe That's button. That's it. YouTube and any of the other podcast catchers. Yeah. Um, it'll just be subscribe. On we're out there. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever they find podcasts. Okay, good, good, good. So, yeah, please make sure you guys subscribe. That's important to us because this show will get out to you every week at 4, thir- at four o'clock, right? Every, yeah, Tuesday, every Tuesday, every Tuesday at four, at four o'clock, o'clock right. just like it is now, Tuesday at four. Um, so make sure you hit that subscribe button. Um, I, uh, our guest today um, is Tim Roberto. Um, he's keeping it real. That's what it says here. <laughs> um, Twelve years in recovery. Uh, April fifteenth, two thousand seven, is his clean date. Um, he's in South Florida with uh, his family, three boys and one girl. He's a recovery coach. Certified Addictions Counselor with the Florida uh, Certification Board. And this is my favorite part of your whole bio here that I have. You're a member of the Genesis House team. <laughs> um, he's, he connects with the community for us down in um, down South Florida. So he's, he's our kind of our rep down in South Florida. And he's been doing a wonderful, wonderful job for us down there. Um, I haven't had the pleasure of f- meeting you physically yet, but this is the first time I got to see you, and we have a wonderful haircut, both of us. Yeah, so. you certainly do. <laughs> I'm thinking of going that way myself. <laughs> but um, so, Tim, welcome to the Friends in Recovery podcast, and uh, it's wonderful having you here. Oh, thank you. Yes, welcome, Tim. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. So, um, so you're here because I'm guessing you're in recovery. <laughs> That's what it says on the on the page. And you and I have some talks in the past. And and uh, you know, one thing I like about you when I call you and say how you doing, what do you always tell me? I'm blessed. I, I love that. I love hearing that. I'm blessed. And yeah. and and it's just wonderful to hear 
that somebody in recovery can say, I'm blessed. And, and and we are. We're all blessed to be in this position we're at now. And uh, some people out there may not understand that. They sure. may not just sure. kind of get it at first. Sobriety is um, a gift. It is. It is. It's definitely a gift. And it's something that, that we all that we all treasure. And, and the folks out there that, that don't understand it yet that might be listening to this or the family members that might be listening to this. And Tim's going to share his story with us. It's a wonderful story. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully I'll get some, some hope out of it Absolutely. and, and kind of get into recovery and take that first step to, to get, to be blessed like us. So, yeah. um, Tim, tell us a little bit about, uh, what's going on in your life or, or where you've been before. I, I like your, your story here that you were, um, uh, uh, you own flower shops. I mean, get a little bit into that piece and, 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 and how you got into recovery maybe for us. Sure. Um, so hello everybody out there. Um, you know, it's an honor to be here, and I really am truly blessed compared to where I came from. Um, and, and I love opportunities like this because I can let people know that treatment and, and, and uh, an abstinent life is 100% obtainable, and, and drug addiction, alcoholism is 100% treatable. Um, and I also like to go against the stigma. You know, I'm a big stigma guy. Um, because a lot of a lot of us believe the lie that we are no good or we're this and we're that. Right. Mm-hmm. And I have an incredible opportunity, not only working with Genesis House, but in my own personal life, you know, from going from chronic addiction to to uh, this amazing life called recovery. Mm-hmm. So when I say I'm blessed, I'm blessed. So what I mean by that is like I don't fit the typical mold. You know, I was a young kid, grew up in North Jersey. My dad was a doctor in Manhattan, a very well-known doctor in Manhattan. And, uh, you know, if anybody, if people knew what was behind the curtain, there was probably more drugs in my town than there was in the poor city. You know, so it was like this classic example of the external appearance isn't the internal reality whatsoever. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, you know, it runs from park bench to Park Avenue uh, at a very early age. Um, Just didn't like how I felt. Mm -hmm. I, I just didn't like how I felt. And uh, I'll never forget the day, you know, because when you don't like how you feel, there's a lot of things that keep reminding you. That's kind of like the lies, the illusion, you know, there's really nothing wrong with me. It's just what I started to to see, I guess, in, in, in a dysfunctional way. Yeah. Um, and that one time I took that hit of marijuana and people say marijuana is not a gateway drug and all this. Well, yeah, that's right. not my experience Absolutely. because, yeah. a, you know, a hit of marijuana out in the woods with my bag of Doritos. I think I see you out there all those years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pretty cool experience. You know, all my eggshells disappeared. Yeah. Yeah, they do. And once you put that drug into you. It, it, it that they all disappear but you know what they come back rather quickly when you sober up and sometimes um, right. there's a lot more problems that are involved especially if you don't remember what happened the night before or why you're yeah. you're in the back of a police car um mike <laughs> yep, you had yep. plenty of those guys in your car <laughs> absolutely <right? laughs> absolutely I, I guess with that pat on the back mike can relate to something like that. <laughs> yeah, well, no, mike mike was a cop <laughs> ah, so even better yet yeah, yeah. <laughs> he picked up guys like you and i <laughs> oh, i should you. i should have been in the backseat a yeah. few times <laughs> <laughs> so so after that hit marijuana what um where did it lead you from there i'm i'm sure it didn't lead you to uh to wonderful great things i'm guessing there was other things involved also after that that correct. wonderful day in the in the woods with your bag of doritos yeah correct uh, <laughs> age, yeah from 11 to 16 i tried everything um and i and i was i was the i, I was the chronic type you know i came out of the gate very fast mm-hmm. 
uh, because of that euphoric feeling. And I kept trying to get that feeling again. And, and uh, so 11 through 16, I tried everything. Uh, and I mean everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first time, uh, the first thing that really, really grabbed me other than that marijuana was the cocaine. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. I, and yeah. I remember I was 16 years old. And I mean, my God, I'm 56 now. I look at a 16-year-old. It's such a little boy, really. Oh, yeah, you know? so, so today I can see the truth, you know, that there was something really dysfunctional, something really going on with me that, that this powder transformed my life like that. And I'll never forget it. I was this euphoric feeling, but at the same time, I got really nervous because I did a lot of research in these five years, not as a moderate alcoholic or addict, as a chronic alcoholic addict really fast. I knew that I found something I have yet to experience yet. And when that happened, the chase was on. Yeah, right, yeah. The one thing I found out about cocaine, Tim, is that my my first love in, in my addiction was alcohol, but the cocaine, yeah. Really helped me drink more. I loved getting drunk, but when you did the cocaine, it, it definitely made you drink even more, and and it just completely distorted your whole thinking and your whole world of, yeah. of what what life it should be about. And and well, I, I fell in love with it because it gave me a feeling of being in control. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That that makes sense. It does, but it, you're completely out of control, as we all know right. now. Right. <laughs> Correct. Correct. And that's and that's and that's the lie of, of addiction and alcoholism. It it, it, it makes you it tricks you into think that everything's great and everything's changed but nothing's changed absolutely absolutely i like what you said here um when in our addiction we we learn to lie because it keeps us safe it pleases others it protects our addiction guilt causes a circle of self-destruction that is so fucking true in our addiction that that i couldn't i mean if i had to sum up my addiction that was me drinking that was me in my my addiction you had a then you had a lie to lie about the lie because you're lying Correct. about this and it was just this Correct. crazy insane stuff and we don't have to do that today no. you know we don't have to please others it's like um, being out of jail you're free you know yeah 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 exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly i mean a liar always has to remember what they say yeah right. exactly so you so know. Touch a little bit about that, about that part of your life. What well, did that I, I learned look like? To li- I learned to lie. You know, I'm first generation here. My father was an Italian from, from Italy. My mother was from England. My father was, you know, he got all his schooling in Italy. He met my mom doing, doing his uh, residency at the Italian hospital in London. They came here. My father was a, a, a hard guy. Like, um, you know, he was, you know, I didn't know when you're a little boy, you know, your, 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 your immaturity levels, immature, your brain is not fully developed. Correct. And I just couldn't understand why my dad and I, and I'm one of five boys, why we were all separated. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad was very distant. You know, he couldn't give me like that basic human need, that emotional security. Right. Was your dad, a, was your dad uh, an addict or alcoholic? No, okay. no, no. But as I obviously educated myself uh, in my recovery, you know, I, I learned a lot of things. Actually, I wrote a paper on my dad and I got an A in my psychology. Wow. Lab. <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't able to do that as a little boy. So I was very conflicted and confused. And so, um, you know, my dad was really hard as far as you need to do this. And I've told you a hundred times and this and that, you know, and I think little boys and little girls, when we're children, we're, we lead, we, we really know how to live life in the now. Mm-hmm. No, because we're not like future tripping and we're not nope. shaming ourselves of our past. No, nope. we live now. Right. So when somebody asks a little boy like Tim has, you know, what happened? And then he's always told the truth. Yeah. Yeah. But absolutely. in my truth, my truth would be criticized. Mm-hmm. 
So that one day, it was kind of like when I took my first hit of weed, man. I'll never forget it. The one day I lied, also, it worked. <laughs> you kept everybody happy, kept Correct. everybody at bay. Yeah. And, and this yeah, is my great. My dad was like, now you're talking. There you go. Now you're talking. <laughs> yep, exactly. Exactly. And, 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 and that was just one more ingredient that the addiction needed to keep me sick. Yep. 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 Um, the, the the other thing, and we'll, we'll, we're going to go to a break here in a, in, in a, in a minute, but um, – I like I like another uh, something else that you said. Men, uh, as men, uh, we're taught to be tough and hide trauma. Um, I want your thoughts on that when we come back from our break sure. that we're going to take here. Sure, super. We'll be back. Genesis House is a premier substance abuse and rehabilitation facility located in beautiful Palm Beach County, Florida. We have been providing the highest quality of addiction treatment since 1992 and are accredited by the Joint Commission. We offer a range of programs that include detox, residential treatment, dual diagnosis, a Christian track for people who want to incorporate their faith into treatment, a uniform services track, and we work with most major insurance carriers. Genesis House is led by a dedicated team of administrative and clinical professionals, and we stand on our commitment to excellence in recovery services. Contact us today to find out more about our program. Take the first step and call Genesis House at 800-737-0933 or visit us on the web at www.genesishouse.net. That's 800-737-0933 or www.genesishouse.net. Begin your journey to a long and successful recovery with Genesis House. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Friends in Recovery podcast. And uh, we're here in the beautiful Studio 21, Salem, New Hampshire. And we're, this is great. We have a uh, guest today, Tim Roberto. Tim, uh, before we went to break, we were talking about um, taking the first head of weed or the first line of Coke and, you know, just getting rid of all those fears, doubts, and securities that we all have, most addicts have. And, uh, you know, most normal people, people that don't have addiction or addictive brains, um, they learn to cope with that. And what you said about the, the uh, teenage boy's brain not being fully, um, you know, matured or, or being completely um, where it's going to be, it's usually about 23 years of age. So when you're 15, 16, you really don't have much of a chance. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, when did you start your recovery, and how long have you been recovering? Um, I was homeless, uh, age forty-four, in Deerfield Beach, Florida. Oh, wow! Yeah, and I and I went to treatment, and uh, that, was, that was my last time. So it was April fifteenth, two thousand seven. Wow! Congratulations! Yeah, it's great. Yeah. That's tell, great. Yeah, tell me about being homeless. Well, it wasn't that <laughs> Got nice. Got no home. <laughs> wasn't that nice? <laughs> wasn't that nice? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I couldn't have gone to the sh to the beach like I did in Deerfield and take showers. Being from Jersey, you know, right? Um, There's a whole different ball game down here. Sure. Uh, so yeah, it was really it was bad. It was very very bad. You know, I lost my wife. I lost my home. I lost my children. It was holy shit. Yeah. What? Yeah. It was. It was. It was really, really sad. How'd you find recovery? Well, I think for me, you know, my pain finally got to the point where it outgrew my fear. Nice. Mm. That's, um, that's, and until yeah. that, and until that time, I really don't think I've ever would have been given this gift of, of recovery. I really right. don't because as long as I was operating in fear, the addiction, uh, you know, just, just capitalizes sure. on that. And, it, and it, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's the magic potion, sort of say for addiction, right. fear. Right. 
It so is. because, well, I mean, if I'm making fear-based decisions, I'm only creating more fear. Right. Right. Because fear-based decisions only create more fear. Right, so that's right. Until my pain got, uh, you know, bad enough, I don't think I would have really, really taken it. So, so I was at the point where my pain now grew my fear. Did you end up in a uh, treatment facility, a hospital? How, how did you end up um, finding out about recovery? Uh, well, you know, I was in the Marine Corps. And uh, we were talking about men, too, before the break. Right. Yeah. You know, I could always get the job done. But but after the job was done and all that stuff came <laughs> off, say 80, 78, 82 pounds of gear, whatever right. the situation was, when that all came off, it would crumble. And I would just. Uh. So um, I I knew this uh, Marine of mine. We met in Camp Lejeune back in our 20s and he was a Newark police officer. And he had a lot of PTSD. And then Newark, he went into oh, the yeah. same environment. Went into the same environment in Newark, New Jersey. Right, right, right. It's a and battle he, zone. He, correct. Yeah, it was <laughs> insanity. And he fell, you know, he fell victim to, to IV use. And um, so he actually went to this place. So I, I got in um, and I got a scholarship. Mm-hmm. And I never left. I stayed at that place for almost nine years. Wow, uh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, you know, I just knew I had to do something. I didn't want to live in this pain anymore. Um, you know, drugs stopped working a long time ago for me. Like they turned on me a very long time ago. Right. They turn but almost just, immediately. If we, if we really think about it, you know, it, it turns, you know, into right. we become a slave to the drugs and, and the alcohol. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I, I knew something was happening. Um, I started cleaning toilet bowls there, picking up cigarette butts, matches, garbage. And I started painting and I started doing all kinds of stuff. And then I got my first job there in admissions. Uh, I was going, growing by leaps and bounds. They pulled me back out. I was a tech. I pounded the pavement for a while, mm-hmm. came back into admissions and then just nothing but growth. Um, I started working, going back to school. I got my certification with the Florida Certification Board. That's about a three, three and a half year process. Wow. Um, then I started an alumni there. They had no alumni program. Then I started speaking around the country. So I had to give the alumni up. Uh, that's, you know, uh, yeah. Then I became director of public relations. and It went on and on and on. But my heart is face to face with the addict or the alky. So, um after being on the road speaking at this time, we were now 250 employee treatment center. Oh my God. I know. They said, they wow. said to me, uh, you're not happy. Are you? I said, no, I'm not. Said, what do you mean? He just came back from the Bellagio. <laughs> I, I said, yeah, man, I'm not, I'm a frontline kind of guy. They said, well, what do you want to do? You've done everything here. I said, put me back in detox. Mm-hmm. Nice. And the owner said, are you kidding me? I said, no. <laughs> I said, that that's for me. That's where God comes to me. He, he shows himself. He reveals himself to me as somebody who's really broken. And I feel that's where I'm at my finest. Yeah. When, yeah. I, when I'm with somebody one-on-one, because I can look them in the eye and tell them I believe in them right. in my heart and soul because it's looking right at you. Yeah. And, and that t- tends to penetrate most humans, especially when they're broken. Yeah, so, yeah. And, um, and I, I say it almost every show, Mike and, and Tim, um, you know, we're not bad people getting good. We're sick people getting well. You know what I mean? And, and, yeah. And, you know, but I always see the good in people that I always do. You know, addicts and alkies aren't bad people. No, no. It's just that alcohol makes an alcoholic make bad decisions. Yes. Yeah. 
Yep, absolutely. But I've, I've yet to meet a bad person, you know, nope. very lovable, just broken. Yeah. Just broken. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Even the toughest of the tough. And a simplified dollars to you, um, I, um, I was a cop long time. I worked with a lot of veterans. My partner was a Marine for three years. I was in the Army, and we'd go back and forth, who, you know, thank you. which branch thank was better. <laughs> I thank you for your service, too. But uh, yeah. it's nice hearing that someone, uh, you know, that you reached out and what you're doing. And boy, I, I know just what you're saying. I can sit I can sit across from somebody and get paid to give them, you know, a therapeutic session. I'm, I'm a therapist now. But awesome. when, when I sit with somebody in, at an AA meeting, I brought to the meeting, I'm not getting paid. I just bring them, and I, I all of a yeah. sudden I see them getting it. Boy, that fills my heart. That's the best feeling. It, yeah. it is uh, not Absolutely. my wallet, but my heart. Yeah. boy, that's a, that's a great uh, it's feeling. It's like it's people like you that that gave me what I have today, and I'm I'm very grateful for that. You know, I think AA is a very sacred, sacred um, opportunity for for a guy like me. Absolutely. Um, you know, well, if you think about AA, you had two failures, Bob and Bill. Yeah. The, yeah. The co-founders. Two failures that changed this world yeah, forever. Absolutely. Like the impact these guys left on this world for a guy like me is sure. it's, in, it's incredible. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, you go anywhere in the world and go to a meeting. Sure. Yeah. Well, I I was at a meeting last night. I, I chaired a step meeting, step ten. But and, and I'm sure Ed would agree with this, and I think you you will too, Tim. Is when you read the steps, and I've read the steps for 32 years. I've been reading the steps. <laughs> no matter what, I always I can read step ten. Tonight, and I'll see something that I didn't see. I'll feel yeah. something I didn't feel. It's amazing how these books were put together. Yeah. It's got to be a higher power. There has to be something more powerful than us to put these words in such a concise form that yeah. these damaged brains that we possess can yeah. just connect and go, wow, that's that's right. That's oh, yeah. exactly it. Yeah, absolutely. That's and, a and slam dunk, man. You know, if I, if I think about the alcoholic table, the alcoholic uh, conversation, it's always the same conversation. Oh, yeah. they're, all, they're all pissed off. <laughs> yeah. they're and they're all blaming everybody else. Uh, they right, can't hold themselves right. accountable. Blame, pe blame people, places, and things. That's Don't it. look at yourself, though. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so, you know, so, this, like you were talking about, you know, this this growth, man. As long as I'm growing, my yeah. message is going to change. Yeah, absolutely. So where, where, are you at, where are you at today, Tim? Like, I mean, I, I guess everybody can guess where you're at today, but – like in, in your recovery at 12 years, where, where are you at? Are you still growing? Did you grow enough? Is there ever enough growing? Um, you know, we, yeah. we listen to your story throughout and, and where are you today? You, are you, are you happy today? Well, I'm, I'm beyond happy. Good. Do I still live in the flesh? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, but today my tool bag, my skills are a lot more sharpened, sort of say, to deal with life on life's terms. So, so when I get into these situations, God gives me this incredible gift. He allows me to choose how I'm going to respond. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I try to teach people to the best of my ability that something loves me, something loves you because I have this gift of choice. And, mm -hmm. and with the, with this, with this gift of choice, Ed, I can be the best version of myself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I don't know any other any other, you know, example right now at the moment of unconditional love than, than that. Yes. Humans, 100%. we want to, we want humans, we want to attach everything to love. Yep. Absolutely. So I'm very involved in the, in the recovery community. I'm very uh, involved in AA. I, I, I've been meeting my sponsees on Sundays in Del Rey at a Starbucks for, you know, probably around 10, 10 years. Yep. I've seen some of them have children now and living these happy, joyous and free lives and, 
And that's the reward of the program, seeing that, 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 you know, there's somebody else out there that, that kind of took what you have and, and ran with it. And, and, and and they're, they're when you got some guy that's was in my position, he's, his wife is leaving him. He's lost the house. The kids don't want to talk to him. And then you look the guy in the eye and say, listen, I'm here because somebody like you gave me what I have today. And what I have today is something I always wanted. Right. I yeah. just didn't know how to get it. Exactly. Right? Yeah, we don't know uh, how to get it. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. You don't know how to get I mean, if I could, would, I would have never gone through what I did. Nope, nope. Oh. If there's one thing, and because we're running out of time, but if there's okay. one thing that you can like sum up, um, like somebody out there that's at that fork in the road, like all, all of us were, standing in that fork in the road right now, you're probably going to get your message out. What would you tell that person to do? What that person that's in that fork and road, either death, death and destruction, or a brand new life. Which way? You know, obviously we want him to go the to, the right way. But. Yeah, correct. You know, I'm just going to have a very, very honest conversation because alcoholism and drug addiction is a, nothing but a lie. Yep. Uh, you know, Vegas has nothing on alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. The big lie. Yeah. That's exactly what yeah. it is. No, for like for real, right? So I think we're all human beings. We're genetically designed to recognize, like like game recognizes game, and and real to recognize is real. Yep. Yep. It's absolutely. just the way it is, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell people how it is. Yep. Respectfully, absolutely. and I'm gonna ask them to respect themselves because I tell them I know what I need to do. Yep. Yep. I'm just gonna if you give me a chance. I'll, 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 I'll teach you what somebody like you taught me. That's right. And then we learn from them also because we don't ever want to be back in, in that, that position again, you know? Yeah, it, um, it, shows, it shows me it doesn't get any better out there. You know, Tim, you have a really a really good story, a lot of interesting things. Um, you know, I'm sure there's people out there wanting wanting to get a hold of you. How, 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 is there a way they can get a hold of you, an email, phone number? I know you work for Genesis House, so the phone number at Genesis yeah. House is 800 737 0933. That's how you can get yep. some help. That's how you can get a hold of Tim. But Tim, is there any other way that we can get a hold of you? Sure. You can call me directly at 561-876-8637. My, uh, my email is Tim Roberto addiction counselor at gmail.com or um, be willing to meet anybody on campus at any time right here in beautiful Lake Worth. Palm Beach County, Florida, and I'll show you what real recovery is about. Great, great, and and we do have a lovely campus down in Genesis House, and Phenom- and we phenomenal. Yeah, we we like to thank Genesis House for sponsoring the show Absolutely. again. Absolutely, and Mike, I know you always give out months. your yep. your number too, yes. so you want to give out how they can reach you. Right, it's good hearing you, Tim, and I hope we Thanks, get, Mike. get to meet. And uh, honestly, uh, what what a great what a great guest, great you've story. Been. Yeah, my cell phone is nine seven eight seven four six one seven one seven, and. Look forward to the next podcast we'll be doing Absolutely. next week, Ed. And don't forget to email us here at the show at help at friendsandrecovery.com. And also get on our website. Um, it's help at friendsandrecovery. Uh, no, it's friendsandrecovery.com. Friends. Right. I'm glad you remember because I don't. <laughs> no, friends, friendsandrecoverypodcast.com. There we go. There the it is. Down. That's it. So Keep it simple. Remember. Keep it simple. Hit the subscribe button. Ask, listen to Tim ask again. Ask for help. That's it. Give us a call. Keep, shave, keep shaving that head. Ed. That's uh, you too, Tim. Good scene and uh, look forward to, right. uh, to our next meeting. Simplify, Tim. Simplify. Simplify, Mike. Yeah, you're the best, but stay sober, everybody. Yep. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.